Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Pop Christian. My name is Brandon. Uh, I am the host for this show, and I'm so excited that you chose to listen today. Now, on this first episode, I want to give you a little bit of background of what this even is. Uh, so a few months ago, I started thinking about creating a podcast because one of my greatest passions is communicating with people, and I thought this would be a great way to do it. The reason this is called Pop Christian is because I am very passionate about pop culture. I love keeping up on the latest movies, music, and TV news, especially when it comes to film and all things movies. That's kind of my main focus. I will spend most evenings, uh, usually before I go to bed, I will read on the latest news to see what's coming up in pop culture, and I like staying up with all that stuff. So that's one reason I decided to do this. Another reason is I am a pastor, so if I have never met you before, if you found your way to this podcast, my name is Brandon, and I serve as a pastor in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and as a pastor, I love getting to share the gospel with people. I love sharing the message of Jesus, and one of my greatest passions in sharing the message of Jesus with people is to do it through pop culture and to do it through telling great stories. Um, throughout his ministry, Jesus always shared through stories, and so that's what I love to do. I love to use the stories of our culture to share the message of God's word with people. And so that's what pop culture is for me. It is a source of great stories that we can use to tell the greatest stories. And so that's what Pop Christian is. This podcast is a place where we'll discuss movies, TV, and share the story of Jesus through those things. And so I love doing that, and I'm excited to do that with you on this podcast. Now, how will an episode of Pop Christian work? Well, each episode is going to include, first off, a featured review. That review is going to be of a movie or a TV show that we're going to talk about and talk about my thoughts and feelings about the movie. Now, here is what we are not going to do on this show. This show is not going to be a place where you get a letter grade for a film or a TV show or a thumbs up or thumbs down. That's not what this is about. This is only going to come out once a month, and so this show is only going to talk about things that I generally like. So the idea being that I am going to share something I like with you. The review is simply just to share my thoughts behind it, my feelings of it, and kind of talk about the movie or the show in general terms, usually without spoilers because that's just not cool. Then, after reviewing the show, we're going to go into a section that I'm going to call The Bridge. One of my favorite symbols is a bridge. If you were to look in my office, there is a big canvas print of the Brooklyn Bridge hanging up on a wall of my office. Also, I love pictures of bridges in everything in my home, and I love the idea of being the bridge between pop culture and the church. So on the bridge section of this podcast, we're going to bridge something in pop culture with a story from the Bible. We're going to read that together. We're going to use it as a devotion. And my goal at the end of it would be that you would find yourself closer to God, understanding his word even better, and tying those lessons to something that you love in pop culture like I do. So first we have a review, then we have the bridge, and then finally, I'm going to share a little bit just about what I'm into right now. And at the end of the show, we'll just talk about some show or movie, something that I'm into that might not actually be its own episode, but just something to point you toward as far as recommendations and things like that. And so that's it. I hope you guys enjoy this first episode. I'm so excited to hear from you. Uh, and please, if you enjoy this today, please like this episode, share it with your friends, comment on it, especially on iTunes. That's the best way to get the word out and get a, this show further up in iTunes 
listings and things like that. And then please send me a message or an email or a text if you know my number um, and let me know. Let me know how we can improve this and make it even more entertaining and more useful for you. So that's it. Well, let's get ready for episode one of Pop Christian. All right, so episode one, we're here with the very first episode of Pop Christian, and ever since planning to begin this podcast, I've kind of thought all along that the film that we need to talk about for the very first episode is Frozen 2. Now, if you know me, this is not a surprise at all that I would pick a Disney movie for the first episode, but the reason specifically that I'm picking it today is because Frozen 2 has just been released early on Disney+. Plus. At the time of this recording, the coronavirus has become a much more serious situation. People are quarantined everywhere. And so Disney, as an act to try and help with families at home, uh, they decided to release Frozen 2 on streaming early on Disney+. Plus. It was supposed to come out in May, and they decided to release it two months early to give families something else to watch while they are stuck at home during this coronavirus quarantine. Um, So that's kind of why I wanted to review that today, because I feel like a lot of people that are into pop culture like I am, a lot of people that would listen to this, I'm sure have seen that movie by now, and if not, have heard that it's available to watch a little more easily. So Frozen 2. Now, before we go into our review, I kind of want to go back toward the beginning of Frozen and kind of tell you the background of Frozen 2 and kind of where we are in the story. So Frozen 2 is the sequel to the completely unprecedented hit that was Frozen. Frozen was one of the biggest movies of all time, not just animated, but of all time. Uh, And it had a huge cultural impact. The songs lasted on for years. They sold out of everything related to this movie, and it was massive. And so Frozen 2 had a lot of pressure coming into the theaters. People wanted to see if they could recreate the magic of Frozen and to see what that movie would become if it became a sequel. And I think they did a pretty good job. Now, the story of Frozen 2 finds the characters that we all loved from Frozen 1 back in Arendelle. We see Elsa, Anna, Kristoff, Sven, and yes, everyone's favorite, Olaf, and they are living life as normal. Whenever we find them in this movie, one of my favorite scenes is toward the beginning of the movie, We see them just hanging out in the castle playing charades. We see them living a normal life. And so this is where we find them. All of the trouble that they had in Frozen is now over. Everything is fine. The kingdom is under control. Things are good. And they are able to relax and enjoy themselves and play a game of charades. Around the same time in the movie, we see Elsa hearing a strange song. It would be like a siren song from ancient mythology. And we would see Elsa wrestling with her power and abilities like never before. She would hear this song and try to find it, try to figure out what this voice was. Not long after that, we see that the weather has gone crazy in Arendelle. The people are forced to evacuate, and so our heroes, Anna, Elsa, Kristoff, Olaf, and Sven, search into an enchanted forest to figure out what was the cause of these strange disturbances. They didn't realize that by going into the forest, going in to seek these things out, they would actually find out a whole lot more about Arendelle's history and Elsa herself. This is where we spend most of the movie. We spend most of the movie in this forest 
surrounded by mystery, looking into the history of Arendelle and looking into the source and true greatness of Elsa's powers. Now, I'm not going to give any spoilers away in the podcast. You can go and watch the movie for yourself. But this story is massive. In my opinion, this story is actually more entertaining than the first. Um, If you were to ask, do I think it's better than the first movie? No, I don't think it's better in the sense that there will be nothing that replicates the massive cultural moment that we had with Frozen 1. But if you were to ask, do I enjoy it more? The answer would be yes. As an adult, I love Frozen 2. Something about this story just seems more real. It seems more intense. It seems like there's more going on. And honestly, the music, while the first one has some more memorable songs that will definitely outlive the second, the second movie has some musical moments, especially involving Kristoff, that I just love. And they are clearly aiming for adults in some of the humor, some of the music, and some of the tone of the film. And I just love that. Also, the humor in this movie is great. There's a moment with Olaf that I don't want to spoil if you haven't seen it yet, but he retells the former movie to some people, and it is just hilarious watching him do that. So as far as reviews go, this is one of my favorite animated films. I enjoy it a whole lot, and like I said, I honestly enjoy it better than the first one just for the sense that it just seems to be more engaging, more difficult story points for the characters to deal with. And overall, I just enjoyed it more and will probably rewatch it more now, especially with my four-year-old who is totally obsessed with all things Frozen. So that's my review of Frozen 2, and that's kind of an overview. When we come back, we're going to go into the bridge section where we talk about a Bible story and compare it to a moment from Frozen 2. That'll be up right after this. Now, I want to go into the bridge moment of this podcast. That is the time in the podcast that we set aside to apply something from this movie that we featured each month with a Bible story. And so today, I want to look at the moment toward the end of the film, surrounded by a song called Do the Next Right Thing. Now, this song is definitely not one of the most memorable in the Frozen movies. It's not the catchiest. It's not even that great of a song just to listen to. It wouldn't probably be a favorite for many people. But for some reason, ever since seeing Frozen 2, this song has stuck with me for months. Over and over again, I have been in moments where I'm trying to decide what to do And I can hear this song in my head saying, do the next right thing. If you haven't seen the movie yet, this song is actually sung by Anna by herself, which is one of the only times you'll see her singing alone in either movie. And in this moment, Anna is completely lost. She has lost everything that's important to her. She is feeling very alone, very scared, not knowing what to do. And she decides in this moment, I am going to do the next right thing because that is all I know to do. Now, as we study this and we look at this moment in the movie, the Bible story I want you to look at, and if you want to bring out a Bible or if you're taking notes or if you want to reference this in the future, the Bible story I want to read to you today is in the book of Exodus chapter 4, beginning in verse 1, and we'll go through verse 11, and then I'm going to jump down and read verses 13 
through 17. So again, our Bible story for today with do the next right thing is found in the book of Exodus chapter four. Let me begin in verse one. It says, Moses protested again. What if they won't believe me or listen to me? What if they say the Lord never appeared to you? Then the Lord asked him, what is that in your hand? A shepherd's staff, Moses replied. Throw it on the ground, the Lord told him. So Moses threw down the staff and it turned into a snake. Moses jumped back. Then the Lord told him, reach out and grab its tail. So Moses reached out and grabbed it and it turned back into a shepherd's staff in his hand. Perform this sign, the Lord told him. Then they will believe that the Lord, the God of their ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has really appeared to you. Then the Lord said to Moses, now put your hand inside your cloak. So Moses put his hand inside his cloak, and when he took it out again, his hand was white as snow with a severe skin disease. Now put your hand back into your cloak, the Lord said. So Moses put his hand back in, and when he took it out again, it was as healthy as the rest of his body. The Lord said to Moses, if they do not believe you and are not convinced by the first miraculous sign, they will be convinced by the second sign. And if they don't believe you or listen to you even after these two signs, then take some water from the Nile River. Pour it out on the dry ground. When you do, the water will, from the Nile will turn to blood on the ground. But Moses pleaded with the Lord, Oh Lord, I'm not very good with words. I never have been, and I'm not now, even though you have spoken to me. I get tongue-tied and my words get tangled. Then the Lord asked Moses, Who makes a person's mouth? Who decides whether people speak or do not speak, hear or do not hear? See or do not see, is it not I, the Lord? Jumping down a little further, I want to read you a couple more verses, and then I will apply this to our story. It says, but Moses again pleaded, Lord, please send some, anyone else. Then the Lord became angry with Moses. All right, he said, what about your brother, Aaron, the Levite? I know he speaks well, and look, he's on his way to meet you now. He will be delighted to see you. Talk to him and put the words in his mouth. I will be with both of you as you speak, and I will instruct you both in what to do. Aaron will be your spokesperson to the people. He will be your mouthpiece, and you will stand in the place of God for him, telling him what to say, and take your shepherd's staff with you and use it to perform the miraculous signs I have shown you. Now, this is a great story. It's a great story about miracles. It's a great story about what God can do through someone who listens to him, yes. But this story really isn't about miracles. What I want you to understand about this story today is a question from the very beginning. It says, the Lord asked him, Moses, what is that in your hand? So my question for you today is what is in your hand? What is the thing that God has given you to do for yourself, for your family, for your community? Right now, we're under this quarantine, and things are crazy. Things are difficult. People don't know what to do. People are living in fear, anxiety, worry, just not knowing what to do with themselves while they're stuck at home. So I want to ask you, what is the thing that you have access to that can be used to do something great for God, for yourself, for your family? For me, it's things like this. It's things like the microphone that I was given for Christmas, my laptop, my voice. It's the ideas that are in my head. Sometimes it's even just my ability to call or text a friend. You see, there's so many things that you have the ability to do. And so for you, doing the next right thing might mean just doing the next thing that comes easily for you. Doing the thing that you yourself have access to. 
Later on in this story, Moses pleads to God and he says, Oh Lord, I'm not very good with words. He tells God that he is not able to do the thing that God has called him to do. And then God responds. And I love the way he says this. He says, who makes a person's mouth? Who decides whether people speak or do not speak, hear, who do not hear, see or do not see? Is it not I, the Lord? So today, if you're feeling inadequate, if you're feeling like I don't know what to do, if you're feeling lost in the woods like Anna did in Frozen 2, maybe today it's up to you to do the next right thing and know that God created you for a purpose, with a purpose, and with the ability to do everything he would call you to do. So today, I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to learn how to reach out and do the next right thing. Another one of my favorite verses of scripture is in the book of Psalms, and it says, the word of the Lord is a light to my feet, a lamp unto my path. Today, you might be asking a lot of questions about what's next in life with The current state that the world's in, maybe you're caught wondering, what am I going to do a week from now, a month from now, a year from now? What am I going to do tomorrow? Well, the Bible tells us that if we look to the word of God, we can do the next right thing and he will tell us how to do it. That verse talking about a lamp to our feet, a light to our path, is talking about a small lamp that can really only light your next step. So today, I want to encourage you, do the next right thing. In the movie Frozen 2, Anna was caught in the woods not knowing what to do next. She just knew that she had to do what was right. And whatever that meant, she was going to do it. So as you're listening today, I want you to know that you have the ability to do the next right thing. God has given you abilities to do far beyond whatever you thought or imagined before. And he has put something in your hand. It is time for you to use it. Now, before we go into the last section of this podcast, I would like to pray with you. If you're listening to this today and you're feeling inadequate, feeling unworthy, feeling incapable of doing great things, I want you to know that you have a purpose and a plan. Let me pray for you. God, I thank you for everyone listening today. I pray that you'd give them the ability and the strength to know what it is they've been called to do. God, remind them of what you've placed in their hand. God, remind them that it is you that has created them, and they have the ability to do the next right thing, whatever that is. God, I pray that you'd make that obvious to them, help them to know what it is they've been called to do, and give them the strength to do it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks so much for listening. In this last section of this podcast, I like to take a moment and talk about something that I'm into right now to give some recommendations. Um, So lately, the show that I've been loving is called Lego Masters, and you can watch this. I watch it on Hulu every week with my son, Um, and this show is great. It would remind you of one of those cooking shows where they have like the cooking competition that goes on for weeks at a time, and they split up into teams and all that stuff. That's what it reminds me of the most. Um, but they're actually building Lego models together, and they are doing some incredible models. It is super cool to watch. Uh, We love watching it because my son is almost four years old, and he is super into Legos, and so he loves watching for the Legos, and I just love the show. Uh, Will Arnett hosts it, which is a whole lot of fun, and this is just a great time for you and your kids. So if you haven't watched it yet, I think we're on episode eight or nine right now. Uh, So go ahead and watch it sometime this week with your family, and that would be my recommendation for this week.
All right, that's it for episode one. Once again, thank you so much for listening today. And if you did enjoy this, please share it with your friends. Leave a rating or review on iTunes. That's the best way to get the word out. And send me a message if you know of something that you would like me to cover or if you have any suggestions or feedback, I'd love to hear that as well as we are learning how to do a podcast. And so thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. 